Welcome back to Daniel and Nathan's Pop Culture Podcast, where we talk everything music, movies, and more. I'm Nathan. And I'm Daniel. And on this episode, we're going to um, go over what has come out so far of the new Marvel show, She-Hulk. We figured this would be better than waiting till all the way at the end of the show, because a lot of time has passed and we'd be missing out on like keeping up with what's coming out. So we're going to talk about the first three episodes, which is what's been out now. And as of recording this, this is Monday. And this Thursday, the fourth episode is gonna gonna come out. So we'll have a new episode out by the in the space between the sixth and seventh episode. So we'll just go by three episodes because there's nine episodes total in the show. So so we're just gonna so we're just gonna kind of talk about it, give our thoughts, what we you know, just kind of an open discussion about. Uh, and this th- this is a mini episode, so we're gonna go try to aim for 30, 35 minutes, which is leaves us about you know ten minutes an episode. So. And we'll we'll give our non-spoiler thoughts of the three episodes as a whole, and then dive into each episode spoils with with spoilers. So yes, yes, sir. And I just I'm like quiet because I was laughing. Uh, behind the scenes, little fact: whenever we record intros, whenever I have to do the intro, I'm infamous for not remembering. It. <laughs> so this is the first time I got it first try, like first so. take. So we're like, I'm, I'm like all excited. Yeah. So I don't even know <laughs> yeah. what to say. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So I guess getting into non-spoiler i think this is a very actually, i think it's actually terrible no, <laughs> just no. it's woke it's just a bunch woke, of bullshit no. much politics <laughs> my political show I no, that is exactly not how we feel um i think this the word that comes to my mind with this show is this is the first marvel show that i can think of that's clever yeah like, that's true. it's a it's a very clever show the writing is one of the best written so so far, I mean, it could get bad down the line. We don't know, but so far, it's felt very very um, nice and tight. Like all the episodes are like thirty minutes, so they can get they 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 know what they're working in because they're doing the like thirty minute comedy, and so they're fitting they're fitting a good amount of stuff in each episode for only being thirty minutes. And what's there is very. Uh, coherent and it's very clever and it works really well with what format they're going for and uh, yeah I'll I won't take uh, up all the, yeah, the, the, the points, all, all the limelight no um yeah it's it's a good series <laughs> it's all I really have to, like uh, it's exactly what you kind of already said it's more comedy based it mm-hmm. is primarily almost like a sitcom in a way without but the, it uses without the it, crowd reaction but it's more you know right but and it uses it in a very clever way. It's using She-Hulk, you know, breaking the fourth wall. Right. That's not much spoiler. I mean, no, I yeah, that, that that's <laughs> in, that that's in the second trailer. Yeah, so. but it's it's very much you know playing on the whole lawyer, you know, kind of NCIS kind of vibes or Law and Order. Right. Sometimes like over the top, but it, it it's weird because it's interesting. It's definitely been one of the most like referential fun shows uh-huh. even calling back to stuff from like the Hulk right which we'll talk about in this the spoiler stuff but it's it's different it's yeah. very much different than the any of the other shows like, I think it's one of the most unique of the it it doesn't do anything by a formula that yeah. has been set by Marvel it um the performances are fantastic especially Jennifer Walters Tatiana Maslany she kills it actually, in this role. I, I love um, Mark Ruffalo actually a lot. In yeah, this, yeah, he's this really. Stuff. Good. I feel like this is some of the best. Like of this is giving him some time to shine. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously Avengers is classic. You know, Ruffalo. Right. But like this is 
great to see him kind of being his own like witty and to spend some time with him too because yeah. we've never really got some downtime with Mark uh, Universal where you at <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but no because it just it's been hard to get like a solo film launched or right and that's Hulk. and th- that's what got me on board even with the idea of this show I was like man what a clever way to kind of get a Hulk solo project by having him being the co-lead of a She-Hulk show like Which, I like is interesting at the at the at the start when they announced this I was like oh that's how you do it that's how you get to spend some time with Hulk I was like oh wow this is really cool because they they announced straight off the bat that this would be She-Hulk and a Hulk show and I guess the good idea is like you kind of gauge fan reception like do they right do they really want a Hulk you know solo project right and it seems like they're setting up some of that when we'll get into mm. that later too <laughs> Um, but definitely, I think it's worth a watch. It's I know it's not for everybody. Yeah. Um. As far as I can tell right now, it hasn't truly impacted the MCU in like a crazy way. Kind of like Moon Knight where its events are really important. But, we're but not it's gonna, really its own little contained. Yeah, we're not going to see it until like, you know, maybe like down the line. Like there's definitely implications right. for where the story goes for Hulk and... Walters and stuff, right? And and this is barely the first three episodes, so, so we, we can't say much. We're still in the first act of the story, but of the story, excuse me. There, there's other performances. I would say who the actor is, but it would give too much away if you haven't seen the trailers. Yeah. He does actually really well. I do like him in this role. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There, there's some cameo appearances. There's some teasers toward other existing characters, and then right. the I don't want to even call him the villain. But our former villain, <laughs> right? Without saying too much, he him returning mm-hmm. is insane, and the setup is there for yeah. the future projects already, right? So yeah, so that's kind of our non-spoiler non-spoiler. thoughts. Um, if you haven't seen the first three episodes, leave, come back once you've seen it because it's really really good, and then we'll we'll dive into the first episode. So this one I think is probably still my favorite of the three episodes so far I'm, I'm split between one and three yeah two was okay and it wasn't bad it just two was just it seemed real short to me it yeah. ended kind of abruptly yeah two yeah but but I think the first one one, one and three are my top yeah like, like I the more I think about it the more I think I like just I remember watching that first episode and just being like wow like that was that's how you do an origin in 30 minutes you know like yeah, I think I watched the first episode with you yeah because I hadn't seen it yet right and it was right after we had watched rewatched Incredible Hulk, which was actually the perfect play. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it really was because there was a there was a lot of references to to that in these first two episodes, which we'll get into. That uh, line is in the second episode. Yeah, so the we'll second get there. episode. Right. But um, but I guess for the, with this first episode, um, I really liked the format of the episode, where it's like we're starting and we don't know that she's already a She Hulk. Until she tells yeah. us to the camera, it's very me- breaks the fourth yeah. wall. Very memento, like almost like reverse chronological. Almost, being yeah. Being like, oh, I'm already at this point, and then it reverses. Let's back go back, and, and then we'll happened. catch you up. Yeah, it's a catch up. Right, right. And I thought that was a really clever. And one thing I had heard about this uh, episode is that they initially planned to have the origin be in episode eight of the show. Oh. And then, so it would have been almost like a reversed chronological, being like, oh, we're following then, her, and then we get the origin later. Right, um, kind which of, a lot of shows have done that. Well, Moon yeah, Knight did that Moon in Knight episode five. five. Uh, Kamala in... Kamala in episode... Technically five, five. right? 
I think. It was not really like an origin, but it's following how her powers kind of manifested right. um, and all that. And so it would have, see again, it would have followed kind of a format that yeah. Marvel had put, had kind of had in place with these shows before. So I'm really glad they chose to do it straight out of the gate in the first episode. So there's no like, wait, how the fuck did she get these, yeah. how these she, powers? Because I think that would have been a legitimate problem if we're seeing what these next two episodes are and we just have no idea how she's able to turn into Hulk so quickly and why she just has it all down, yeah. when, uh, that when, would have been a yeah. huge problem for me. Like, I mean, it would have made sense comic book-wise for me. Right, Because right. she's always had control of her powers. Right, but, but, but if like, we're looking if just looking, at the show yeah, and the people, plot, or people that don't know She-Hulk. Then it would have been like, well, how the hell is she... How is she a Hulk and how can she control The Mary so Sue argument would have come up. Yeah. Like, without seeing the origin straight out of the gate. And so I'm really glad that they avoided that because that would have been a huge problem for 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 me. Um, but getting into it, I really like that they do that so early. Like say that like you know, being being a being a being a woman in this time, it's you're dealt with so much that oh, you oh really Lord. learn oh, how no. to control. It's woke. Oh no, right. no, <laughs> no. But right. like you you're 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 dealt with so much in like society that you're just naturally able to control your anger more because if you don't then that'll come back to bite you yeah i you know? mean i thought the depictions of the origin with um well i guess it's spoilers now we can talk about the sakarian mm. ship clearly sending hulk a message yeah um it was cool seeing like how he reverts to banner right that it's more that he um has like he a has device that, like, bracelet or whatever and that and they kind of kind of they changed up the origin a bit but it still kept it kind of right you know, familiar instead of it being like an in like a voluntary transplant to save her life. It was an accidental. Right. They got in a car accident and Bruce's blood mixed with hers. Right. And that's what. But it was a good way to explain it. It's like the the banners, the the Walters, all right. of them, that family has like a special gene that allows them to synthesize gamma. Right. Right. Which kind of explains how the Hulk survives in every iteration of Bruce Banner. Exactly. Um. It's the gamma. Um. Like he has that gene. Right. Because, I mean, in the original, it's like a nuke went off. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you survive a, a gamma explosion right next right. to you? But that kind of explains a lot. And yeah. I wonder if we'll delve into the Hulk's psyche. Because I know in I the, hope so. I know in the comics, uh, maybe in a possible later project they're teasing, mm-hmm. but he has like an abusive father. Right. And that the Hulk is created to defend him. Like the personality of the Hulk, almost like a Mark Spector. Kind of a Moon Knight thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's delved into the comics is that, like, Bruce was the kid, you know, the smart one. And then the Hulk is the one that protected him from everything. Exactly. So I wonder if we'll delve into that because they kind of... That'd be cool. Tease, like, the family stuff with Jennifer and Bruce. And I think the second episode, they kind of tease, like, the family life. Right. And then, like, kind of teasing what it is to be a hero because we'll get into that with episode one. We, We get our first revelation of the She-Hulk. Right. But it's going to be interesting. And, I mean, the first episode, I think, stands out a lot mm-hmm. because of, one, you, you were mentioning the dialogue about, you know, as a woman, she's had to control her anger because she's judged whether she does good or bad. She's right. just judged naturally. Which, I mean, everyone could be, like, woke and stuff and, you know, two guys talking about it. <laughs> but I think it was actually a really good choice to kind yeah. of express that. Right. Like, especially through, like, explaining how she's able to control the She-Hulk better right, right. Than, and the fact that she doesn't have an alter ego yeah. that and, it just and it kind of her. explains that because she's so used to controlling her anger 
she naturally has been able to control. Right. And she didn't have, like, the traumatic stuff that Bruce right. had. Exactly. And on that, the dialogue between her and Bruce is insane. It's all so <laughs> good. Like, the, the all the training stuff in Mexico is just yeah. so, so cool. Like, first off, it looks really pretty. Like, And this is one thing. The my my thought of what's gonna happen with the CGI absolutely happened because as soon as I saw the first episode, I was like, "Wow, this looks great!" And it really was that it was just unfinished in the trailers. Yeah, and I think a lot of it was also like the uncanny valley. We're so used right. to seeing like you know like normal skin and all that, so seeing a girl in like full green, right? Obviously CGI, but like trying to adapt to that. Right. Once we see it enough. We're like, okay, this this yeah, looks like, right. <laughs> like, as soon as I, as soon as I saw the first episode, but there was also still a lot of really good detail in 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 there, even on her. Yeah, that like, it was exactly what I thought happened. And too, because it looked unfinished in the trailers, and then as soon as we saw that first ep- first episode, I was like, wow, this already looks great. You know, like, I think people were very hasty to judge it from the trailers because of two things: one, it's unfinished, right, and two it's getting uploaded to YouTube. So it's getting all compressed. So it doesn't look how it's supposed to look. Right. You know, it's like when you post a photo, when you send somebody a photo on Instagram, it's all all pixelated (laughs) when you're like, why does it look like that on here? When on my phone, it looks fine because that's the original version. That's what you took. And it's not going to look the same way when it's sent over Instagram. But if you airdrop it, if you have an iPhone, if you airdrop it, then it looks like how it should look. If you try to send it through email and like put it in a compressed folder, it'll not compress compress, and it won't compress as much as sending it through a straight um, uh, like DM or anything like that. So, so yeah, I think it was really, really cool that like all that got figured out by the time the show came out. I mean, God bless those VFX artists. Yeah, you know, (laughs) they don't get enough. They don't get paid enough. They don't. Um, Yeah. Shout out to the VFX artists. Right. Um. Very much. I mean, I agree. Again, I I was kind of thinking more the Uncanny Valley. Like again, um, like a lot of people had that with uh Grand Admiral Tarkin when they kind of CGI'd right. Um, the actor. Um, uh, Princess Leia. In uh, what was which it? I think she looked Rogue worse one. than Grand yeah. Moff Tarkin, and it was just one of those like it's real hard. Um, when they first did the Luke uh, CGI, oh yeah, like in it was something that was yeah. just that was unfinished. Like event, that, they never yeah. finished that CGI. I mean, they eventually went back and fixed it, but man, but when it's they, still when it first dropped, yeah. ooh, ooh, boy. So I mean, credit. And then they completely fixed it in Book of Boba Fett, and then yeah. it just looks like oh, perfect. No, but it's one of those that one VFX for human features has right. always been difficult, right? And then trying to like fully, you know, it's again, it's not just a person, it's a larger body and all that. But I also think with that being said, they also improved Hulk's CGI. I think so. Yeah. Because he looks a lot more like Ruffalo. Yeah. Like the, the, like the uh, stubble on his face looked really good. And yeah. And then we get like one of the coolest fight scenes ever. Yeah, with them, them, with them fighting together, the Hulk versus Hulk, which is just so cool. And we and get we get some bring back the thunder, the thunderclap. And uh, then she does rapid thunderclap. That sounds like a bad thing. <laughs> no, but uh, but it's yeah, kind of like the sonic cannons from exactly. The as Hulk. soon as I saw that, I pointed that out to you because it was like, wow, it's that same like little yeah. Woo, 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 it's where, the idea of sound kind of slows the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And I thought that was such a cool callback to that. Um, so we've spent yeah. a lot of time talking about this first episode, but let's get into the but yeah, second let's get into one. the second one because, but yeah, first episode I freaking loved, yeah. and then this one it starts is good, definitely, but I just think it's too short. Like, yeah, I agree. It definitely starts off 
pre- it starts off right yeah. um, um with her getting named right like there's all well, the news stuff yeah it because it takes place right after episode one right which right. ends with her fighting Titania or Titana right, right. whatever her name is and then it's the <laughs> and news following the news that following event is right like the She Hulk and then right. they, they make jokes about how she didn't choose the name right right. Well, because they set that up in the first episode of like Smart Hulk is like, oh, you never have a choice with yeah. these with with, with, with with these names. I was like, oh, and it was right. kind of more establishing like who the um kind of the team is she works with, right? And then the new Superhuman Law Division, yeah. by Holloway. Which what's the it's, it's G L K and H? Yeah, G L K and H. G L K and Holloway, I think. Yeah. Is the, yeah. So yeah, who is G L K? Right. We right. know who Holloway right. is. He's the head right now of the Superhuman right. Law Division. And yeah, I mean, it's really kind of introducing and kind of the big thing that was for the first act, kind of the main focus, the return of Emil Blonsky. Right, right. Uh, as a, be, be, because she gets hired. She gets hired by the superhuman law to division. do the parole. And then he, he, he she's like, oh, I'll take any case, you know, because she right. gets fired be, from her previous job because of the, the whole, you know, she Hulk like. Like, oh, and that was something I thought was really cool, too, is that, like, they're saying, like, you did the right thing. Yeah. But because of that, I have to fire yeah. you. Like, because you, you didn't do the right thing for your job, but you did the right thing morally. Yeah. And like they, he mentions it, whatever the boss is like, hey, you, you, it was good. You like, right. you couldn't let him just get hit by the bench. Yeah. But. But because you did because that. Because of I that, to... you've publicized, you've become public and all that. Right. And I have to let you go. Right. So it made sense. And it wasn't like he was being like a dick. Like yeah. he was doing it because logistically in business, that would be almost like a scandal that a, a one, you know, law firm has a superhuman Hulk. Right. Their and team. so it's really smart plot wise to fire her from that and then rehire her as a lawyer. But it's part of the superhuman law yeah. division. So it's the perfect like yeah. to be the face. of. That. And then so she won't be being questioned like, oh, she's working on a, you know. Are there other hidden humans now? Right. Like she is certified with the Superhuman Law Division. Exactly. So, it, no, it's great. Um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, as I was mentioning, um, Holloway mentions her first case is the parole of Emil Blonsky. Right. Who, for those that don't know, is the real name of the Abomination. Right. Who From, from Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. And Tim Roth, the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. returns as abomination. After like what, fifteen years? Well, I mean, te- technically, his voice was in She-Hulk, but Bro. this is the first time we're seeing, or in uh, uh, Shang Chi, but this is the first time we're seeing Tim Roth. Yeah, back and yeah, it was so cool. Um, I like, I like his more wittier self in this. It definitely is convincing that like he's fifteen years older, and that was a different time of his life, and so he's he's changed. Yeah, he's reformed. Person. Right, right. We'll see how long that lasts. Right, um, but it was cool because he mentions the super soldier serum, which was the main right. focus of is the what Incredible gave Hulk him, right. with um, Ross and all that, and then mentions being a puppet for the government, which right. was kind of cool because that was kind of a plot line of the Incredible Hulk was oh he's just he's the best soldier he's just hired right he's a hired gun and we we really never know knew if he chose to do this or if it was just another job or yeah which he kind of addresses in this he was like then, well I was just asked by the government and I was told. That this guy is the enemy, and I did. And then all of a sudden he becomes the hero. It's like the Wanda thing, the in Wanda multiverse of yeah. of madness. It was basically like, how fair is that? That right? I was hired by the government to do a job, and I was told he's bad, but now he's seen as he's good, seen and as now I'm bad. And I'm the bad guy now. When we're really the same person, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it was um, just kind of calling out like the the double take of the government. Right, right. So 
Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was really really clever. Um, I'm um, trying to remember what else. Well, obviously that episode end. Oh well, here's the witty, the very large kind of witty fourth wall break. Uh huh. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, the, that line. Um, the the infamous. Um, so um, I think uh, Walters calls Bruce Banner. Banner. Right. I love how we're just using the last names. Um, <laughs> uh, Jennifer calls Bruce and is like, "Hey, um, like should I? I had to call you first because I would feel guilty right. if I'm out here representing the abomination." Well, and the funny thing about that is that she's calling to quote unquote ask, ask but, but she's like, already made he a already decision. Took the case, yeah. He's like, "Dude, I think you're just calling me to tell, tell me you're me. taking the case." But I, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm taking the case." But it was more like she did it. To let him know, right? Because she right, knows the history, right. and she mentions the Holloway like this guy tried to kill my cousin. Because like she just keeps asking, but then doesn't let him speak, and is like, "Well, I, I just, I really think I should do this because you know, you know, he's really changed, yeah. you know, like you know, and it, it, that was really clever." And then it's kind of I'm not sure if this is like if Hulk's being completely truthful or the abomination, mm-hmm. but the whole. Uh, that they kind of like made up, uh-huh. where he's like, "Oh, he sent I, be- me a, I believe he it. sent me a haiku, right?" And I'm like, "Hulk, like he tried to murder you." <laughs> yeah, uh, and we don't know. There's teasing of where Abomination goes from here, right? Because now he's on parole, but it, there's some kind of strings attached for that, right? Um, but yeah, there's there's the the funny line of he's like, "Yeah, me and the Abomination, we we were different people back then." For me, literally. Yeah, right. And then she do, she goes, ha. To the camera. To so the yeah, camera. So like, the finally. I'm a completely different person, literally. And, I was and like, there yeah. it is. The the reference to the fact that Mark Ruffalo was the recast of right. Edward Norton. Yeah, it was so good. And it like, this is the only place where that could have happened. Like, and, where it makes it feel like that joke is not just shoehorned in. Yeah. And I feel like if it was anywhere else, it would feel that way. But now we're directly talking about Emil Blonsky, and that's already going back to the to the Incredible Hulk, I just felt that was a perfect way to, no, way to do it. No, and it felt so good because there, there's this always that stigma against the Incredible Hulk for Edward Norton and them right. being different actors. So then to kind of like poke fun at it, but in like a charming kind of like exactly. way, we're not being, you know, disrespectful to Norton or right, anything. Right, right. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. Yeah, um, and then the, it makes it seem like all the stuff of Incredible Hulk is even that more important. Right. Right, because like, we're actually addressing the, the events. The first and, Avengers, it was important because this is where we're meeting Banner post right. his movie. Um, and the, like the different stuff with Ragnarok and right. all that kind of plays a factor into the rage of the Hulk. Exactly. But yeah. it was cool to kind of see Blonsky and that all kind of come around. Yeah, totally. So then the third episode. So then getting into the third episode. Um, uh, so, yeah, this episode picks up kind of. A lot of these episodes pick up right after each other. Right. This is, is post is really cool. the reveal or for the world, not for us, that um, Shang, or Shang-Chi. Uh, oh, yeah, because that's how the second episode ends. Yeah, with the reveal. The, the, fight, the, fight, the fight scene. Yeah, the, um, it's revealed that Abomination escaped prison. Right. At least that's what the news is saying. And after he's already, you know, been assigned Jennifer Walters. Right. And... um. And this is where we get the introduction of Wong. Yeah. Back here, which is so cool. It's always cool seeing Wong and he always He's he's the connecting dot very, between everything. He's very consistent. And that was one thing I saw people getting upset about is that Wong had too much comedic lines, which he's always has comedy lines in everything he's in. Yeah, I mean which, in Doctor Strange they make a whole joke about Beyonce. Right, right. Like, or like um that he has like so much of a certain current 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 so much current current currency and then dr strange asking well how much is that america he's like 
I don't know, a buck and a half. Like he always makes these kind of jokes. So like, yeah. I thought he was very consistent. No, um, and I think he was kind of witty because he's like, he jokes about being the Sorcerer Supreme. Right, right. But it's because like, yeah, trying to explain that to normal individuals, they're going to be like, what the hell is the Sorcerer Supreme? Like, yeah, ain't right, nobody going right. to like, like what believe fuck? him if he says I'm the, ma- the you know, defender of the Mystic Arts. Like, right, He right. says that in like the interview when he comes in to be the witness. Right. So speaking on that, um, Jennifer Walters... Uh, she tries to get in contact with Wong. Right. And so she tells her assistant, like, get in contact with him. Yeah. And, and then, then when, and then when he shows up and when he's talking in the office, I thought it was really funny how they, uh, he's like, no, I know what you're thinking, but I'm not going to erase These people's minds. Or, like, like, uh, erase people's memories of this. Like, believe, not again. Believe me, it's know. a tricky situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought that was a really clever way to do that. Where you're not screwing with the, the spell of Spider-Man, but. Yeah. He he knows that that happened, so Which it's is like interesting. it totally makes sense. But I guess he would know because he's now sorcerer. And Supreme. because Doctor Strange yeah. asked him about it before it happened, so he still knows that's yeah. still fresh. You know, and then as Sorcerer Supreme, he knows extra. Right. But right. it was cool to see that referenced. And yeah. again, like I I didn't feel Wong was too annoying no. or anything. I I think it worked. Every for him. returning character feels like their character. He just felt like witty, you know. Right, he's right. having fun, and that's always how he's been. And he's got, he's getting, you know, cocky a bit. He's right. the sorcerer supreme. Right. But, um, yeah. So he comes in, and Jennifer's like, "Why, why did you face the abomination?" And he's and like, it, "Well, it's because it's required. Yeah, I have to. He had to have a worthy have opponent. To have a worthy opponent to be the sorcerer, sorcerer supreme. supreme. So he chose abomination, which right. is kind of interesting. Yeah, he could have chosen anybody else, yeah. but he chose the abomination. Um. So he talks about that. Oh, like I forcefully took him out of his cell. Right. But it was up to him to return. Exactly. Like, like he said, I gave him every chance to just leave, but yeah. he chose to come back. He, he chose and then that's what he ends up saying to the to the jury. The panel, <laughs> the little panel, which yeah. is just like five people. Right. Which I'm like, mm, I, think, I think it was like three or four. I'm like, maybe. you want a bigger parole panel for the <laughs> right, abomination? Right, right. But so then, yeah, she goes to Blonsky and she's like, "What the hell? Like, why didn't you tell me?" Right. All this happened, and he's like... It's like, it wasn't my choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Right. Like, he, he's all like, I, I I, didn't get a choice. Um, And what's interesting, I will say something about Blonsky that I think they're teasing toward. They keep mm. mentioning the secret pen pals, right. and then they show that it's supposed to be like these women or like stuff. He's kind of like, it's like a midsummer thing, but yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, And also, like, you know, he's trying to like profess peace and all this and spirituality. I don't necessarily believe it. Mm. Now, I believe, you know, he's reformed a bit. But these seven pen pals are not those women. <laughs> he says seven pre- prison pen pals. Yeah. And I think he's referencing the Zemo, the Thunderbolts. Yelena, yeah. and John Walker. Yeah, it could, could be. Because he just happens to be in a super max, like, security prison. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was able to get a haiku out to the Hulk. but <laughs> Right. Okay, like... Maybe he has reformed, but I feel like even if he has reformed, yeah, Val will still try to come in, right, and recruit him for the Thunderbolts. Definitely, maybe because she'll offer him. Maybe even if he has fully reformed. Now that I'm going back on my theory a bit, but if he has fully reformed, maybe she'll be like, "This is your chance to be the hero." Right, right. And then kind of the same thing what she kind of gave to John Walker, the kind of thing like, "Hey, yeah. you know, you get to choose to be a hero." Totally. And then that's how we get Abomination. Because he has to join Thunderbolts right, at this right. point. He, and he's Owen. bringing him back conveniently when we're seeing John Walker, Yelena. Characters that are almost like doubles of our... Um, what do you call them? 
I guess doubles of our heroes. You know, yeah. Elena being a Black Widow, right? Kind of um, John Walker being like the Captain America yeah. equivalent, reverse almost. Yeah. yeah. So Abomination would be the Hulk kind of equivalent, and with you know the passing of William Hurt, we're probably right, not right. going to see the Red Hulk, which is a shame. Yeah. But and I mean they kind of tease it in Civil War. They're like, oh, how did he heal from like an like a heart attack so fast? Like they had talked yeah. about he had been out of action. So I do think uh, there's a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 one thing I wanted to mention go but going going back to episode two was the reveal that Hulk is in the Sakarian ship going oh, off to Sakar. Sakar. Which, which seems like it's setting up a kind of this World War Hulk or Planet Hulk kind of story or Planet Hulk kind of Planet story. Planet Hulk first and then possibly World War when he yeah, returns. Right. I mean, uh, what I'm thinking is probably something happened on Sakaar. Like the people have been wiped out or something except like the Grandmaster. Yeah. And it's going to be like the Red King took over and now it's time for Hulk to regain that gladiatorial right. So it was cool title. seeing, that's what we were talking about earlier, like setting up yeah, future. There's a lot of implications of Hulk could where be Hulk's going, going from, and please be Planet Hulk. That would like, be so cool. I need to see the Hulk in his rage mode again. Right, like we got teases of it in the first episode with the thunderclap and all that, and right. the roar got was improved as yeah. well. The audio in this show is insane. Oh, and speaking of that, going back to three, just real quick, uh, his voice, the, the abomination. It was interesting. I'm not. Sh- I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I need to see more of a more of abomination because it was still really quick. But um, I think it was interesting that they didn't modulate his voice, and I'm split on it only because because there's two sides of that, right? There's the thing of well, Hulk, his voice isn't modulated, so why shouldn't his? But then there's also the thing of he is smart Hulk. Yeah. So is it to apply the same logic that he's figured out? How to work with well, his other self as abomination, and now that's why well, that's his what, voice yeah. is there. Well, that's what I'm thinking because I know in Shang Chi we hear him speak, but it's not English. It's the roars. You know, Tim right. Roth is playing the angry abomination. Right. So I'm wondering if they're trying to say that Emil, like with his you know conflicts with Wong, right, has kind of you know it brought out more rage in yeah. him, maybe, or the opposite. Um, in terms of the more he spent time with Wong, even the more if it calmed was, him. Or the more it allowed him to control, like maybe Wong helped him control right. the abomination. That was just the side effect of the yeah. fight. Yeah. Or not even just the side effect of the fight. Or like my theory before Wong said, oh, you know, I just wanted a challenge, was that he was actually helping Val in, right. in that way. That that was a, like a training for uh, abomination. Yeah. So the more that they would fight, the better abomination gained control. Right. Of Or Blonsky gained control of the abomination. Exactly. But. Yeah. Um, I am interested. Uh, the voice for me wasn't as bad as the trailers made it out to be. Yeah. I mean, that's the lines are and still, maybe it was because we were used to seeing Emil Blonsky. Like, no. And I guess it's weird seeing again. We had just rewatched the incredible Hulk. Right. And then hopping to Korg, like basically, I, I know yeah. he's not New Zealand, but he's got an accent. He had the, well, he, he had the British, it was you more, know, it wasn't the act. Well, that too, but it was also the height, but pitch. it was the height. Like it was the normal Tim Roth. Right. Rather than the deep, like guttural. That's a weird yeah. word, but you no, know what I mean? Yeah. The deep, like angry filled abomination that we normally right. get. Right. So, I mean, I think I got to give it some time it, again. Not as bad as the trailers made it out to be. Right. I think the first lines he spoke were okay, and then when he's talking about you know put it, like transforming back. Right. That's when it gets a little too high pitched for me. Yeah. Too high register. Yeah. But, um, it was cool. 
And I mean, uh, definitely they've modified the design to be the Shang-Chi, you know, more accurate. Right, right. Which I love. I love the, like, the fins. Even though, uh, classic abomination. That's great. But it makes sense. After time, the body would adapt and mutate. Right. Right. But yeah, so I guess overall. Overall, um, great show. It's a great show so far. I'm really excited to see where this goes. (laughs) Oh, actually, I got to talk about the end of episode three because I figured out who those people were and everything. Oh, okay. So episode three ends with a bunch of people attacking She-Hulk. Oh, the Wrecking Crew. It's the Wrecking yeah, Crew. Yeah, And there are, people are saying that there are different possibilities of who the main per- person, you know, head honcho is. Yeah. My big one is it's t- uh, Tim Blake Nelson's leader. That'd be cool. That'd be really It would make cool. sense. He's trying to get the blood because uh, one of the Wrecking Crew goes to stab, stab her with a needle right, right. and it breaks on her skin, which exactly. I'm like. The whole point of leader was trying to synthesize Banner's blood. Right. And now that there are two Hulks on the planet, they have another opportunity. They have another opportunity. Right. Yeah, that'd be so really interesting to see if the that leader. Is true. Uh, people. Some people are saying Kingpin, which would make sense because it's New York. But I don't think that's the way they're going. I think. Well, the, they're in L.A. Oh wait, wait. actually, yeah. yeah, you got me there. Yeah. So I mean, that's the big rumor, Kingpin. But I don't think. No. It would make sense. I think the biggest. I mean, yeah, Daredevil's in the show. But I. And that's an interesting thing is like we know Daredevil's coming. We haven't seen him yet. Unless. But what my thought about Daredevil is who's going where? That's what I'm saying. Was is She-Hulk, She-Hulk gonna visit going New to New York or is Daredevil coming to L.A.? And I think more likely She-Hulk will visit New York. I think more likely they might want to hire Matt Murdock as part of the superhero law division. Well, I they thought said, about well, that. We'll fly you out to L.A. But I, I think it has to be New York. One, because it looks like the parking garage that he fights Nobu on. But I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking uh, Jennifer Walters is going to return to New York to investigate what happened with Abomination. That's true. That because could be. Because it was the fight in Harlem. Right. And I think she's going to go back to find out what happened with Tim Blake Nelson and all that, where they tried to, you know, where Abomination was first created. Right. That could be. So yeah. I think that's where we're going to get Matt. Totally. Is maybe he's like, who is this person roaming through Harlem? Yeah. And that's where he'll meet um, Jennifer Walters for the first time. Totally. And it would make sense with the leader right. if they are going to do, which please, Tim Blake Nelson's such a great actor. So, but again, but yeah. this show really sets up it's really a great. lot of possibilities. Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. Just give Absolutely. it a chance. Don't go expecting like a Moon Knight dark <laughs> no. thing. It's a comedy. That's not what this needs to be. And then uh, post credit scene of three. I mean, uh, yeah, and that was that was an interesting <laughs> thing with the whole Megan the the stallion. The, the stallion. That thing, was kind of the big arc at three. I liked it more in the episode than the post credit scene, but I get why they wanted to do the post credit scene because it is fun. It's a fun scene, but it didn't really do anything crazy for me. Like it was a it was a cool moment. It yeah. was I liked the way they worked it in with the whole lawyer thing, uh, the whole story of like oh, her. and then fun fun little tidbit: the guy who plays. The good lawyer. I don't uh-huh. remember the the yeah. character's name, because you know you have the the one that's you know getting on trial for you know, Dennis. Yeah. Dennis, yeah. So the other guy who's playing like the other representing male. Oh yeah. He's um Adrian Chase Vigilante, or no? Well, he's supposed to be, but eh. yeah. He starts off as Adrian Chase Vigilante in Arrow, right? And he actually becomes Prometheus. That's right. Yeah. So I was like, I recognize this actor. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fun cool. fact. Um. Yeah. Honestly, great show. Yeah, it's great. Um, again, uh, part this was of, one of my most hyped. And what I heard is that MCU with shows. the Megan the Megan the Stallion yeah. stuff, 
is that it was mostly uh, Tatiana Maslany's idea because she's such right, a huge right. fan of her. And wanted to work with her, yeah. And, I mean, it's fun. I mean, Yeah, it, it's just, it's cool. It it didn't detract from anything, well, yeah, one, but it also uh, didn't add anything. Yeah. So, for me, it was just like, it was cool. Yeah, and one like, scene is not going to ruin the MCU. Right, like, right. Okay. As some people are saying. Yeah. Like, they did a whole how it started versus how it's going. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on. Like, that's and, like, just, I, I get it. This isn't the most impactful thing. It's just a throwaway moment. Yeah. Like, And it's a post-credit scene. If it was right. in the actual episode, I might be a little more concerned right but it was a post credit like so it didn't it didn't really impact the story at all yeah but yeah yeah so that's our that's our thoughts on she hulk the first three episodes yeah as we said um this is on monday we're recording this so this following thursday would be episode four so we'll come back after episode six and before episode seven so yeah thank you guys so much for listening uh check us out on instagram at pop and uh forward to we're gonna have a we're going to try to put this one out this week, um, and then this coming Friday, we'll drop in a big episode. Um, it's a music episode this time, we won't say what, it's a pretty fun episode. Um, so, so yeah, look forward to that, and thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.